Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Welcome, Max. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good? You're uh, looking a bit weary there? Yeah, a bit <laughs> tired. You've, uh, you've had a busy week. Yeah. Particularly... Uh, Busy past 24 hours, would yeah. you say? What have you been up to? I uh, went to Rosedale Speedway, Speedway last night Yep. for my uncle's racing. Mm-hmm. How'd that all go down? Uh, pretty good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came first in the final. Oh, yep. Yep. Nice. Um, and the rest of the week, kind of just... Yeah, just a bit school. of a blur. <laughs> yeah. uh, now we apologise. We have uh, we haven't had the show the last couple of weeks, but uh, life gets in the way sometimes. That said, though, we're here for a good time uh, this afternoon. We'll, we'll do a little bit of a catch up. I think um, there's been a few things in the lolly world that have happened in our absence that uh, it would be remiss of us not to mention. Plus, we'll do a, a double what's new to catch up on the, the missed weeks. How does that sound? Yeah. So uh, let's kick off the show and find out what's new uh, in the last fortnight or so. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rightio, Max. What have you got there in uh, your hand? The M&M's. Uh-huh. And M&M's have got a little bit crafty again with the flavours. Yeah. Uh, we were talking M&M's a couple of weeks ago on the... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I should say, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, about how the M&M mascots had been retired, but it was all a publicity stunt. Phew! Yeah. They haven't gone anywhere. Uh, but what flavour have they come up with this time? They're coconut flavour inspired by Bounty. So they've not just... Yeah... Not just any old coconut flavour, a very specific coconut flavour. Yeah. So Bounty is renowned for its... Uh, there's not that many chocolate coconut um, combinations. You've got coconut roughs and the like, but uh, they've gone with a coconut-inspired centre, perhaps? Oh, okay. Now, they're normally when they have um, flavoured M&M packs, they have... A team with a theme with the colours. Now, mm-hmm. they've got kind of a tan, like a light creamy colour one. Yeah. Uh, then they've got brown ones, but I've got a blue one. I wouldn't have yeah. gone, but maybe that's the blue of the, the bounty. packaging's normally blue, isn't it? Yeah. So um, that might yeah. be where that's come from. Yeah. Because otherwise I would definitely have thought 
brown and white for coconut flavours. Yeah. And it's and it's not quite like it's it is not pure white. Yeah. Because you can still see the M imprinted on it. Yeah. But yeah, maybe they've gone with the blue for the bounty. Yeah. So is it coconut flavoured shell, coconut flavoured chocolate, or both? Let's oh, find out. Down the hatch with that and let me know what you're thinking. Or just taste the coconut flavour. <laughs> I think okay. it might be the chocolate. Yeah, I think it's coconut flavoured chocolate. And then the shell is holding it all together. Mm hmm. Mm. And it does taste like bounty. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the annoying little flecks that are going to get stuck <laughs> in your teeth. Yeah. So it's obviously a coconut essence that they've gone with to put the flavouring in there. Yeah. I mean, if you crunched the shell very lightly, you could get annoying pieces stuck in your teeth so you have the full effect of uh, <laughs> eating a bounty bar. Yeah. What's your thoughts? It's nice. Hmm. It's not too coconutty. Yeah. It's still got a coconut flavour. Coconut is a very, I like, noticeable flavour when it's in something, like hedgehog and things like that. It's yeah. usually desiccated coconut that gives it uh, a flavour. It's not usually a coconut essence, but this is definitely... It's it's not a subtle flavour, but it's also not overpowering. It's just enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving it? I reckon one thumb up. One out of two? Yep. I'd agree with that. Well, considering that uh, it has been a couple of weeks, we've also got a flavoured milk on the cards. Um, so I'll pass that over to you. And can you see what Oak have done? <laughs> have you had this yet? No. Nah. I've actually had... So I, I do already know what this tastes like. It is a splice-flavoured oak. So splice is an ice cream that is a pine-lime flavour. Uh-huh. And so they've decked out the cardboard carton with uh, some splice ice creams. There's floating limes and pineapples in the background. Yeah. Um, and what is their... They always have a <laughs> kind of witty side. Yeah. Uh, hungry, thirsty, wanted a quiet summer escape, but oak splice pine lime has been waiting by the pool, feeling right at home. Don't be fooled by the hint of vanilla. It's packing a full-on pineapple punch to the face of hungry, thirsty, before squeezing lime into the wound. No more pining for flavour. <laughs> Thank you, Oak. So, have a slope on that. Let me know what you think of the uh, the pine lime splice. It tastes like a lolly. Yeah. How amazing is it? It's it's obviously very sugary to uh, to be able to do that. So, for the average quantity in a 100ml carton... You're looking at 10.5 grams of sugar. So it's 10% sugar at least, minimum. But um, it actually tastes like the Splice ice cream. Yeah. It's not just pine lime. It does have the vanilla ice cream flavour to it as well. Yeah. It also tastes like a lime Allen's gummy lolly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even the pineapple lollies. It's kind yeah. of a mix of that. Like it, There's so much going on flavour-wise. But it's very refreshing. I'm not a huge fan of lime milkshakes. Yeah. But this is a little bit more with yeah. the, the pine taste to it. Like, I was thinking, oh, yeah, splice. If they've nailed it, it's just going to taste like maybe a melted splice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, served cold, hits a nail on the head. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
which makes me think, I don't think we've had splice as a, a topic on this show before. We definitely yeah. should get onto that. Because mm. I think that at one stage they had different splice flavours. Yeah. But the iconic one is the pine lime. Yeah. Um, have you had pineapple milkshakes, lime milkshakes before? Lime a couple of times, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not really pineapple. What's your go-to milkshake flavour or flavoured milk? Coffee. <laughs> you think you need it uh, after your late nights? Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm. If there's ever a blue heaven, I'm straight to it. Yeah. Otherwise, kind of honeycomb or caramel, Aye. chocolate, that sort of stuff. Um, I, I don't mind the the weird collaboration flavors like uh, streets and oak. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm definitely giving that one um, two thumbs up myself. How about you? Yeah, same. Two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So we'll pop those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know if you've had either of those, the Bounty-inspired M&Ms and the Splice Oak Milk. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back to uh, talk through the history of this week's topic, which is the Cooker's Country Cookies. It is time and afternoon delight to take a look at this week's topic, which is Cooker's Country Cookies. <laughs> that is a tongue twister at the best of times. Yeah. Uh, how many times do you think you could say Cooker's Country Cookies quickly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Without tripping up over it. Um, so Cooker's, they're an Australian product, uh, proudly Australian made, which is awesome. We're always uh, on the lookout for great Aussie products to support. Um, what's your thoughts when it comes to cookers? They're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a classic biscuit? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how long do you think they've been around? All your lifetime? Older, younger? Probably older than me. Yeah. Established in 1991. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little bit older. Yeah. Um, so, they started operation in the small country town of Donald in Victoria. Ever been to Donald? don't think so. Uh, so they would just supply them to the locals and surrounding districts, yep. um, making homestyle biscuits and handmade um, products as well. So from the humble beginnings and staff of five Cookers Country cookies have um, grown to a staff of 25. So uh, it's still all, uh, you know, local country owned. And they're in their 29th year of production. Uh, millions of Australians have now grown up enjoying their biscuits. They can be found on the shelves of major supermarkets. They're also on airlines. Now, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about uh, some uh, slices that ended up on uh, international and national airlines. Um, you can find Cuckoo's Cookies in motels, hairdressers, bowling clubs, and your local corner store. Yeah. And cookers have also had the opportunity to work with international companies, being uh, Vietnam and China um, now take cookers' cookies on the market, which is pretty dang cool. So uh, well done to the team for uh, all their their hard work, I guess, paying off up, up there with um, the, the big contenders. Yeah. They've got their own merchandise as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Little uh, kookaburra um, pins and aprons, um, hats, and plushies as well, which you can apparently buy from their shops or uh, 
maybe you're in for some kookaburra socks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they distribute uh, all around Australia, and there's three major flavours that uh, on the market, and we'll be putting them head to head against each other. But they do have uh, some lollies that they produce as well, um, raspberries, chocolate, and stuff like that. They've got jelly beans. Um, they they have a brand of Cooker's Country Candy as well as the cook, uh, Cookies. Uh, cooker Cookies. <laughs> so hard to say. Um, so spearmint leaves, boiled lollies, chocolate eclairs, fruit rings, sour worms, peanuts, party mix, jubes and the like. And uh, yeah, pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. So we'll put a link to the shop on the... Uh, the OCRFM Afternoon Delight Facebook page for anyone to have a bit of a look at there. And we'll take a quick break. We'll be back to go head-to-head with some of the major cookers' flavours after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head to head in the studio with three different flavours of cookies, kind of the uh, traditional and then branching out into the chocolate-covered range. Yep. Uh, so traditional biscuits, traditional cookies. Um, there's a, a jam one, kind of similar to jam shortbread. Yeah. But the cookies cookies have got like a yellow glow to them. Yeah. They're quite iconic. Um, I think like a butter... Uh, not buttercream, but like a, a butter base, butter shortbread. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the the dipped in chocolate ones. There's the half chocolate ones. There's the full chocolate ones. <laughs> <laughs> so many um, different versions of, of the biscuits. And as we said, you can get um, raspberry and white chocolate, cherry chocolate, banana caramel, lemon cheesecake, all sorts of stuff. But the main ones you can get here in Colac... Uh, the Choc Raspberry, the Lemon Center, and the Raspberry Cookie. Yeah. So, where would you like to start? Wherever. Wherever. Okay. You're not, not phased. You, you think they're all the winner? Yeah. Yep. We might... Uh, we'll start off with the smaller packet. What have we got? Lemon Center. We'll kick us off first. So... Portion size-wise, they come in sleeves of, what's that, eight? So a 200 gram. And then you've got kind of your bigger share packs uh, five, ten, fift- of 15. So still plenty, um, plenty of biscuits to share around. Yeah. So it is a uh, lemon filling, kind of your lemon butter center. And you don't see that in a lot of... Um, other packaged biscuits. They'll go for the jam, but lemon butter, yeah, sweet move. <laughs> yeah. Um, any thoughts before you munch down on that one? Not really. Not really? <laughs> they do do a mixed lemon and raspberry pack as well, where mm-hmm. it's kind of half and half. Yep. But, uh, yeah, this is a tangy lemon shortbread. Mm. So very... Crumbly. Crumbly. <laughs> Um, it's a smooth biscuit. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a tangy centre with the, the the lemon butter. Mm-hmm. Quite chewy. Yeah. The biscuit melts in your mouth 
Are you? Mm-hmm. It's got a like, sweet taste. Mmm. Hard to talk with these in here. <laughs> it is. They um, it's a meal and a half <laughs> in every mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. They're um, quite a solid shortbread. Like as crumbly as it is. Yeah. Some shortbreads are very like they disappear. Whereas, mm-hmm. whereas this is quite a substantial bite with each um, chomp down on your biscuit. Yeah. And it takes a while for it to actually break down. And process the flavour. Like, to get to the centre with the lemon butter. Yeah. My first bite was very lemony. Yeah. But a majority of the rest of the, the chews have been more the shortbread flavour. Yeah. And I guess that's because... Lemon is such an acquired taste. You wouldn't want it being the the focus. Yeah, can be too much lemony. Mm. But that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, like if you really like lemon, you might say, "Yeah, lather it on a bit thicker." Yeah. But I think that's a nice balance. Yeah. To just get it right. Hmm. Wonder how that would go mixing with the jam. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a bit too Frankenstein, I think. Well, let's go head-to-head then with the um, the raspberry cookie. Uh, we should say the lemon-centre ones were all round. It looks like uh, the raspberry cookies come in a mix of round or rectangular. Mm-hmm. Now, the rectangular ones have got rather large indentations in them. This one, the round ones, just have one hole in the middle. Like your uh, your jam shortbread, your jammy dodger. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then reasonably thick layer of jam. Uh-huh. Um, like a lot of biscuit companies have pulled back over the years on how much jam they put, but this is right to the edge. Yeah. Okay, have a munch on that and uh, give us your opinion on the raspberry cookie from Cookers. Not as much flavour as the lemony ones. Mmm. Very shortbready. <laughs> yeah. Quite buttery. I can't taste the raspberry. I, once you've chewed it down a bit, you, you do get to the, the raspberry centre. Again, it's not a strong raspberry taste. Like, the lemon um, was subtle in comparison to the rest of the biscuit. It was... They're, they're quite a bulky cookie... Mm-hmm. Like they're very thick, yeah, and crumbly. I think that's why the jam's so thick, so that you actually do get to taste the jam through all the the biscuit. Yeah, but you're struggling to to get the taste out, yeah. Yeah, I can barely taste it. More biscuit, more biscuit than jam. Yeah, possibly not what you're looking for in a, a cookie. Hmm. <laughs> How are you comparing the two, lemon to to jam? Lemon's probably better because you can actually taste it more. Mm-hmm. If the raspberry had a bit more flavour or jam in it, mm-hmm. then it, I reckon it probably would have been better. Yeah. But yeah. Well, there is one more layer that we can add, mm-hmm. and that is the chocolate. <laughs> So this isn't a chocolate centre. This is still the raspberry centre, but one of the biscuits has been dipped in chocolate. And from memory, 
the chocolate is quite uh, heat sensitive, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it does melt on your fingers, which is probably why they've only dipped one side in chocolate. And so it's you can not, hold the. You can actually hold the biscuit without getting lathered in it. Yeah. <laughs> so again, they got the mix of the round or the rectangular. Yeah. And it's a, a combo pack. Uh huh. Any thoughts before you nibble on that? Not really. Mm -hmm. Looks the same as the other one, just with half chocolate. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, have a um, have a go. When you first bite into it, you can taste the chocolate, and straight then straight up. Yeah, then it can starts to yeah. melt, and then you can taste the biscuit. Mm. And again, gets eaten out by the shortbread. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had this much shortbread in my life. <laughs> <laughs> They're a very wholesome biscuit. Very filling. Yeah. How are you placing uh, our head-to-head -head rankings? I reckon the lemon one's on top. Mm -hmm. Then the half chocolate. Then the just raspberry. Well, that's the big question we're asking today. What is your favourite cooker's flavour we've just popped that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to uh, share the sweetest tune don't mm -hmm. go anywhere It is time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. Now, considering Cookers Country Cookies is this week's theme, um, what were you thinking, Max, when it comes to our sweetest tune today? I was thinking, like, Kookaburra Laugh. Yeah, Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Yeah. There is a, a tune that features that unintentionally. Yeah? Yeah, Land Down Under. Um... So, Down Under was released by Men at Work in 1980 as a B-side to their first local single, Key Punch Operator. But it is definitely the song that became famous. Like, I don't think... Would you Have you heard of Key Punch Operator before? No. Not me either. And it happens sometimes where the, the second song or the, the other side of this, the album is uh, what was more famous in the end. So, it was written by Colin Hay and Ron Strykett. But in 2007, um, a, a question on Speaks and Specs, the music quiz show, asked what children's song is contained in Down Under, and the answer was Kookaburra Sits in the Old Gum Tree. Now, Larrikin Music um, apparently owned the rights to that song, so the following day, they took out a lawsuit <laughs> on the writers of uh, Down Under, and, as I say, it was kind of an accident that was included in the recording. They never thought that this song would get so big. Um, sections of the flute part you can hear. And it had been included kind of as a musical joke by the uh, flautist Greg Ham. And he can be seen in the music video sitting in a gum tree playing that part of the, the riff. Um, he passed away in 1988, and the rights to Kookaburra were deemed to have been transferred to Larrikin Music. Um, so, after that, 
They sued men at work, alleging that part of the flute riff was copied. Um, they claimed, based on the agreement under which the song was written, copyright was actually held by the Girl Guide Association. So it all became one big lawsuit. <laughs> uh, Colin Hay has said that it was quite a stressful time, um, but let's see if you can hear the flute in Down Under that makes the noise of the kookaburra sits in the gum tree. Here it is. An unofficial Australian national anthem, if ever there was one, Max. Yeah. <laughs> that was down under there with um, men at work. Well, men at work, and uh, yeah, uh, you can you can hear it, can't you? Kookaburra yeah. sits in the old gum tree. Yeah. Um, you can't quite hide that. <laughs> it, it it really is in there. Um, now we did say there was some uh, lolly news that uh, we can get into. That has happened uh, since we last did the show, so uh, let's find out what's been happening out there in the big wide world. An extra, extra, read all about it, life story of Playboy Penny, extra, 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 read all about it. Radio. so uh, we left you on a cliffhanger, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was that the M&M's had been retired, or the M&M's spokes chocolates uh, had been retired. Thankfully, it was all a hoax for the Super Bowl, um, and indeed they haven't been retired at all. The Spokes Candies will uh, continue to speak on behalf of all M&M's chocolates into the near future. Yeah. So uh, we can breathe a sigh of relief about that. Um, but some other, I guess you call it exciting news, um, twisties. Remember how we talked about they were putting out uh, the call to people to vote for a new Twisties flavour. Apparently the new flavour has been chosen. Raspberry. Raspberry Twisties. Raspberry Twisties. Now I'm wondering if they're going to go down the Raspberry Twister kind of... You know how they have the sherbet uh, Raspberry Twisters that Wonka used to produce? And Daryl Lee have a, a Raspberry Licorice kind of Oh, yeah. Strap. I'm wondering if that's what they're doing. Uh, and it's nowhere near April Fool's yet, so this is actually a real thing. <laughs> but yeah, Raspberry Twisties was the winning vote out of cheesy bacon, cheeseburger, or twisted raspberry. Huh? More than 6,000 votes on top of the others, taking out the win. Yeah. So, the Twisty spokesperson said, Twisted Raspberry is set to have taste buds tingling with its juicy, sweet sherbet flavour. Um, sounds a little bit like when they put out the uh, the Lamington chips. Do you remember tasting those? And the gravy chips, how it was more a sensation than, oh, yeah. than the actual flavour itself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... that's Apparently coming soon, at mid-year. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, we, we posted that during the week, and uh, Ben Hodder said, I need these in my life right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm a bit surprised. Um, but we'll see what it will be. We will definitely be uh, tasting it. Yeah. Another one that got sent in to us from Ben after that particular news story we shared Yeah. Uh, was Poppy's Chocolate have taken the traditional paddle pop ice cream and 
have come out with a, a new version. It's not frozen. It doesn't melt. It is freeze-dried paddle pop. Oh. So you could technically take it for a, you know, a long walk or a hike or something, yeah. and it would still taste like a paddle pop. <laughs> yeah. But freeze-dried. So it's kind of crumbly and crunchy. Yeah. Ice cream, which is pretty bizarre. <laughs> so I'm thinking we will definitely need to um, check that out. Yeah. And also during the week, uh, as on National Tim Tam Day, they were handing out free packets of Tim Tams to anyone that could prove their name was Tim or Tam. <laughs> so if you had a Timothy in your house or a, a Tammy, they <laughs> were able to... Uh, Registered to claim a free packet of Tim Tams on National Tim Tam Day, which, um, yeah, February 16th. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got a, a Tammy in your... Yeah, and a Tim. And a Tim. You, you have a Tim and a Tam. Yeah. Who could quite easily have uh, picked up a free packet of Tim Tams. Um, so, yeah, that, that happened during the week. <laughs> Pretty bizarre. Yeah. So that is uh, Lolly News for the week. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back after this to share a recipe with you. You're listening to Afternoon Delight on OCRFM. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? time and afternoon delight for us to share a recipe with you and we've been talking all things cookers cookies this week uh, on the show so what are we cooking up today shortbread cookies with jam so these are very buttery and tender shortbread they're uh, referred to as split second cookies which uh, sounds promising yeah so what do we need butter granulated sugar egg Vanilla extract, all-purpose flour, baking powder, salt, and raspberry jam. And you could kind of adapt it, I guess, to uh, whatever flavour jam centre. Like, we've got the the lemon butter um, cookies today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, strawberry jam seems to go so well with shortbread. Yeah. How do you make them? Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Line a cookie sheet with parchment paper for easy clean-up later, or you can just use an ungreased cookie sheet. Cream the butter and sugar until pale yellow and fluffy. Take about five minutes. Add the egg and vanilla, mixing to combine. Mix the flour, baking powder and salt in a medium bowl. Then add to the batter just until the flour is incorporated. Shape the dough and fill with your jam or whatever flavouring stuff you want. Mm-hmm. Divide the batter into four pieces. Roll each of the four pieces into a log. Then flatten into a 12 by 3 quarter inch rectangle. Make an indentation in the centre of each log. Fill the centre with two tablespoons of jam. Repeat with the three remaining portions of cookie dough. 
bake the cookies for 15 minutes just until the edges are lightly golden. Cool the cookies for about 5 minutes and cut them on a diagonal into 3 quarter inch pieces while still warm. You will have 50 to 65 cookies if you follow the sizing there. Yeah, or you could make smaller <laughs> ones, larger ones. It's, it's only a guide. Yeah. <laughs> so do make sure to use room temperature butter and eggs because if it's too cold, you don't get to whip up the mix as well. Yeah. And don't overmix the dough. Uh, shortbread is one of these ones that the less you touch it, the better the dough. Yeah. So uh, we'll pop that recipe up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, we'll be back after this to wrap up the show by unwrapping our Kinder Surprise. Okie dokie, let's open up this week's Kinder Surprise and find out what is inside. It's soft chocolate. <laughs> it is a warm day outside. <laughs> okay, well, oh, that sounds uh, put together. Yeah. What have we got? It's a bird of some sort. It's very blue. Yeah. Like it's a, a darker than sky blue. I'm trying to think, is that a... What, what, <laughs> what blue is that? Like macaw blue, perhaps? Yeah, it's dark but also bright. Yeah. Is it a... It's not a macaw. It's more like a hawk or an eagle. Oh, no, it's parrot-shaped beak. It could be a macaw. Yeah. I could have picked it. <laughs> uh, so it's got a uh, very wide wingspan and uh, tail, huge claws. Yeah. I think I'm calling that a macaw. <laughs> Like Rio, that uh, movie. Aye. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That is our show for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, if you've got suggestions for future episodes of things you'd like to hear, then uh, send us an email, lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Yeah. Too easy. We'll catch you later. Yeah. Bye. See ya. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day. Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight